If you're an American conservative, you know that the societal values we hold sacred are under attack. They are hanging in the balance. How can you protect those values? By staying informed. The closing argument will deliver news and supporting evidence you need to support and defend those values. Here's Paul Smith. Good morning. This is Paul Smith, your host of The Closing Argument. In this podcast, we discuss some of the important but controversial legal, moral, and political issues that affect us and our families today. Some of the things we discuss are not politically correct, but all of the things we discuss are important to help establish the truth and to let the world know that there are many people who challenge some of the views that are gaining acceptance in our schools, our media, and our government, but which views really are wrong. Anyway, uh, today we're going to talk about the 2022 senatorial campaign for re-election by Senator Mike Lee in Utah. He's running against uh, Evan McMullen. And this is significant for uh, a couple of reasons. Uh, we don't usually get into different state issues that much. But uh, because of what I'm going to explain, this really has some significance for the Republican Party. The, the opposition to Senator Lee is primarily coming from Republicans in Utah who oppose Trump because they say he is evil. And even though some of his philosophies and policies, and maybe even most of them are good, he is painted to be so bad by some of them that they cannot vote for him, and therefore they look to someone else to support. So what we're going to do today, just to give you an idea of some of the things we will discuss, we're going to go back to the 2000 and and 16 presidential election and what happened in Utah. And then we're going to talk a little bit about the impeachment trials of President Trump and and then bring you up to speed with what's going on um, in Utah. So uh, first of all, in 2016, of course, uh, uh, Donald Trump defeated Hillary Clinton in the uh, 2016 election. Uh, some of you may not have been following this one part of it, but but I was uh, because in Utah in October there were there was at least one poll that showed that McMullen was was out polling Trump in Utah, and uh, Hillary Clinton was was a third third place finish. But this concerned me because if if uh, if McMullen had succeeded in getting uh, the electoral votes of Utah, even though there weren't that many, there there were four, you know, two senators and two rep- uh, representatives, this in a close election, this could have made the difference between Trump uh, prevailing and Hillary Clinton prevailing. It turned out that that it wouldn't have mattered. Trump uh, ended up having enough electoral votes regardless of what happened in Utah. But it was of concern to me, so I was watching it closely. And, of course, I have some friends and family out there in Utah, and, and so I follow it for that reason, too. Uh, McMullen had had supported uh, uh, Mitt Romney in the 2012 election. I supported Mitt at that time, too. Mitt was uh, uh, McMullen was a part of the Romney campaign. And though Romney lost the 2012 election, he thereafter was offered and and served in some positions for Republicans in Congress for a couple of years. 
Then in 2016, in August, which is a very late time in 2016, he decided he was going to run as an independent in Utah, uh, opposing both uh, Hillary Clinton and Mitt Romney. And he ended up getting about 21 or 22 percent of the vote. Now, um, uh, Trump got the majority of votes, and therefore he took all of the electoral votes in Utah. Uh, so it bothered me at the time, and I, I personally was disturbed at what McMullen was doing. He did not have any chance of winning the presidency. <laughs> he was only on ballots in about a dozen states. But he, he, his intents to run came so late he didn't, didn't have a chance to get on the ballot in every state. And his stated purpose was hopefully this that his uh, running could bring the election to the House of Representatives and to Congress to decide who should be elected. Uh, he, uh, McMullen was basically a, a Republican, and that, that's why the Republicans brought him to Washington for a couple of years after the 2012 election. But he uh, ran as an independent in 2016. Uh, he thereafter has been closely aligned with Romney, and has continued to uh, get the support of the people who oppose Trump because of his being what they call evil. Um, and I wrote about that issue in my newsletter uh, several years ago that, my goodness, uh, I mean, clearly Trump has some flaws, but to call him evil, oh my goodness, that's, you know, that's a little bit strained. And and in fact, he did many good things and had some wonderful policies and my concern initially in 2016, when I had been a supporter of of uh, Cruz, Ted Cruz, I was wondering how conservative Trump would be because he had a history of aligning himself with Democrats and their policies. Turns out he he was very conservative in his policies. So uh, although maybe he, he may go down in history as one of the rudest presidents, but but actually did some very good things. Uh, and and to call him evil because of his overt rudeness, uh, you know, that's what, I mean, other, other candidates had evil aspects as well. And the one guy who went without scrutiny and all that was Evan McMullen. And uh, I don't know, didn't know much about whether he's evil or not. I know there's some good things about him too. So that happened in 2016. Then move forward, Trump was elected, and of course, immediately following his election, the, the uh, his his opponents sought to impeach him literally from the day he was elected and the day he was inaugurated. And eventually, in December 2019, the House passed articles of impeachment, and they finally found something that they thought they could impeach him for because the, the Russian collusion thing didn't go anywhere. But they, but he had this conversation with Zelensky in the recently elected Zelensky in the Ukraine, and and some of Trump's opponents sought to say that that was a bribery-related phone call. And the grounds for impeachment of a president are treason, uh, bribery, or some other high crime or misdemeanor. The uh, there there was no ultimate. Uh, bribery found in the impeachment trial. Uh, in fact, uh, the trial, the first impeachment trial was conducted in January and eventually, I believe it was late January or February, where 
the Senate voted and they voted to acquit Trump. It was, I think, a 53-47 uh, vote, if I remember correctly. Only one Republican voted to convict Trump, and that was Mitt Romney. That infuriated me uh, because as somewhat of a constitutional scholar, there are so many serious flaws in the House's case that no, no one could vote to convict Trump without repudiating the, the Constitution. So the Constitution says that the grounds for impeachment are brought either treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. And in the case of the charges brought against Trump, that none of those were even stated. And therefore, the without repudiating the Constitution, no one could have supported that impeachment. But they disliked Trump so much that they proceeded and to the inevitable result of an acquittal, which happened. And again, Mitt Romney was the only Republican to vote to convict in that proceeding. And I've written extensively about that. That was very upsetting. And it's not it's not a the fact that I feel that way is is not a vouching for the greatness of Mr. Trump's character. It's just constitutionally it was terrible. Let me mention uh, two or three other aspects of it. The um, the ch charges were vague, insufficient. There wasn't evidence of them. They they talked a lot about um, quid pro quo of the of the phone conversation. And uh, there being a quid pro quo is certainly part of a bribe, but not all quid pro quos are bribes. And presidents would often ask things of other individuals, but there wasn't anything that that he asked that was and received that was an individual benefit to him. It was it was just a far, uh, just totally inadequate charge. So this brings us back, and then of course. After the election of 2020, where uh, Biden prevailed, uh, Trump was, of course, impeached again, uh, and they they tried him after uh, beginning on January 25th, after Trump was no longer even in office, which, in my opinion, is another abuse of the Constitution. And they charged him with inciting an insurrection. And, and other charges that were vague, such as uh, abuse of power. And uh, th this one had a similar result, uh, although there were more Republicans that voted to convict. It was 57 to 43, I think, was the result of this election. And, and Romney, of course, was on board with that. So he, he has fallen out of my good graces uh, I haven't asked for my campaign contributions back, but I don't intend to give him any more. He actually, Mr. Romney, is now on the opposite side uh, from Senator Mike Lee on many issues, and I happen to agree with Mike Lee. And interestingly, though, I live in Maryland, my, and so why does Utah matter to me? Well, one thing that matters is I'm in, I'm in Maryland. I'm known to be a Mormon. And so 
in my community, and and I'm very active in the Republican Party. So my Republican friends were asking me, what's happening to Romney? What about this or that? And they know that I've supported him really very strongly in 2012. But I have to tell them that Romney is wrong. He's gone astray. And and I I can no longer support him in almost everything. He's he's uh, he's a uh, I just can't trust his vote. On the other hand, I am very supportive of Mike Lee. Uh, he and, and Ted Cruz seem to be kind of joined at the hip in virtually everything. And I uh, I mean, that doesn't mean Mike, I necessarily agree with everything Mike Lee would do, but he's been very good and the kind of person I would want in the Senate. So I'm very concerned that that someone is trying to unseat him in Utah. So who is that trying to unseat him? It's Evan McMullen. Now, he'll have a hard time uh, pinning the evil label on Mike Lee, so he has a more difficult task. I don't think he's going to get 21 percent of the vote, but this this program, I think, will air for the first time on Tuesday, June 21st, and the Utah primary is a week later, so we'll see how Evan McMullen does. The The Utah pre, uh, election campaign is very interesting because uh, in the primaries, which will be June 28th, 2022, uh, uh, Lee is being challenged by two women, and but not by Evan McMullen. Evan McMullen is running as an independent. So I presume uh, Lee will prevail in getting the nomination of the Republican Party. The, the fascinating thing on the Democrat side is I don't believe they have a nominee from what I've read. They know that uh, McMullen is running as an independent, and therefore the Democrat Party has endorsed McMullen, and I don't believe they're advancing their own candidate. So that's fascinating. McMullen uh, is basically showing himself to be all about himself, uh, trying to make some, you know, trying to to cast some bad uh, things about about Mike Lee, but. Uh, but he has to run as an independent, and basically he's uh, it's all about himself, and he's no longer even with the party. Now, he wasn't actually officially with the party when he ran for president. But uh, we'll see whether McMullen's uh, influence is on the rise or whether it, it will begin to wane. I want to say a couple of things about um, McMullen's policies. Uh, when he has many that are okay, the, the, there are a couple that stand out. The one that most stands out to me is he is on board with the climate change uh, extremists. In other words, he believes we are experiencing catastrophic climate change and we have to act or else it's, there are going to be serious problems. And of course, I've written about that in my book, The Climate Change Hoax Argument. In fact, Scientific studies show that humans have only a marginal effect on the world climate, and scientific evidence does not support the conclusion that humans are causing catastrophic climate change. Now, a couple of other things about the the contest between Lee and McMullen. In 2016, when McMullen took on President Trump for the presidency, his primary objection against Trump was how immoral he was. But that isn't working against Lee, because Lee is clearly one of the most moral and well-respected 
members of the Senate. So the campaign against Lee by McMahon is mostly based on policy. And Lee is on the right side of, of almost every issue. Lee has become one of the most effective voices in America for constitutional conservative values. Hopefully, Utah will not fire Lee to elect an egotist who supports the left wing's extreme climate change agenda. Remember, that climate change agenda is a hoax. McMullen is a hoaxer, and his only hope for winning in Utah is to get the Democrats to support him and to divide the Republican vote so that a lot of the Republicans will also vote for him. Now, another thing that is affecting the campaign in Utah is that Lee has been accused of supporting the insurrection on January 6th. So he's lumped in there together with Senators Cruz and Hawley. Now, we've previously talked about what happened there on, on two different episodes of the closing argument. And uh, Lee is clearly in the right, as, as are uh, Cruz and Hawley. Uh, he had every right to legally and lawfully uh, seek to overturn the, uh, the election results in the states if they could get evidence that, that they were, were not proper. And they tried and they didn't succeed. And, and thereafter, they had to abandon that. So one additional item that is very interesting here, uh, Senator Romney has not endorsed Mike Lee for re-election. He says he's staying out of those races. But his failure to endorse Lee is an implicit support for his friend, Evan McMullen. And if Evan McMullen is successful in his campaign against Lee, this would give Utah a second senator like Romney, who will support the flawed and destructive policies of Biden and the far left on too many issues. McMullen needs to lose in November, and Romney needs to be defeated two years after that. So in summary, uh, what I see in Evan McMullen, and I haven't met him, so I've, it's just what I see from afar, I see someone who has a very high opinion of himself and who believes and is trying to work as an independent to gain influence, including to be a senator. Now, any independent who gets elected, uh, that is extremely difficult. It is so difficult to gain uh, enough support as an independent to be elected to anything. And we know Ross Perot uh, he ended up getting, I think, about 20% of the vote when he ran against um, uh, George Herbert Walker uh, Bush many years ago. He was rich and had the ability to do that. He was kind of a charismatic guy. That is very unusual, and he wasn't successful. McMullen does not have nearly the money, and and it's just virtually impossible. And, and there's no prospect that I can see that he will succeed. Uh, but, you know, we shall see. But he also is running against the very popular, the very articulate uh, spokesman for conservative values in Mike Lee. And um, and this is not just a this is maybe partly a referendum 
uh, about Trump in Utah, but uh, but I don't think so. Lee has Lee has been pretty independent, and uh, I think he's above. He's not dependent on on President Trump at all. So I I expect McMullen will lose, and eventually I I guess he will go away. As one who's been involved in local politics, I don't always agree with the heads of my party in Maryland or wherever, uh, but but the Republican Party is more closely aligned to my views than the Democrat Party. And so therefore, I have run as a Republican the four times I ran, and I was successful too, and unsuccessful two times for various reasons. But um, you so for, you, in the case of Lee, you, you can't just paste uh, the Trump views and, and character on, on Lee. Lee has successfully recognized you've got to work within the party if you want to get elected and have an opportunity to have an influence on the national stage, which he has done. Anyway, I hope that is somewhat interesting. We'll see what the results are of that Utah primary. And uh, that concludes our discussion for today. If you're interested in some of my views on on the climate change hoax and other other matters like that, uh, you're welcome to go and check my website, cpaulsmith.com. Just remember this, the liberties we enjoy in America can be maintained only when its citizens are moral and informed participants in our democratic processes. The closing argument can help us do this. See you next time. This is Paul Smith.